our great jehovah this morning we thank you thank you for grace thank you for your mercies thank you for your loving kindness thank you oh lord for all that you've done for us thank you for preserving our lives and granting us the opportunity to see yet another day thank you for my zion daily devotion and thank you for bringing us into your presence lord speak to us let the heavens be open over us as we listen to your voice and grant us the grace to meditate until this word become part of us we give you praise and we give you worship in jesus name beloved in the lord we welcome you once again to my zion daily devotion it's our prayer that this word will transform your life and even us it blesses you may god grant you the grace and may you have the kindness of heart to spread this word across everyone that you know on your social media network and even us you spread the word and they get blessed the lord will bless you when they get healed the Lord will bless you. When they get saved, the Lord will bless you and your household. May the Lord grant us all the grace to listen, to learn, and to meditate on His Word this morning. This morning, the topic the Lord has given us is grace and faith. Grace and faith. We are learning about the relationship between grace and faith this morning grace comes from god is given and has to be received how do you receive grace you receive grace by faith hallelujah you don't see grace but you can have grace and as i shared the other time the things that are seen according to paul they are transient they don't even last but the things that are unseen the invisible, the intangibles. He said they are permanent. They endure forever. Amen. So even though we don't see grace, grace is a spiritual resource that God gives to us. And it comes into our spirit, our human spirit, or upon our human spirit. And it functions with the power of God. Hallelujah. And it is as rare as any physical resource that you can have when you have money you know you have money you can handle it you can look at it in your account and you can have confidence in it the same vein when god says he has given you grace and you have received it by faith it should give you enough confidence because it is even more rare than physical resources amen so let's quickly go get into the scriptures Paul said that in Romans chapter 5, verse number 2. He said, Through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of the Lord. Romans chapter 5, verse 2. And our topic is grace and faith. We are considering the relationship between grace and faith. And Paul said that 
through whom, through Christ, we have gained access by faith into his grace, in which we now stand. What it simply means that we gain access into grace by faith. Hallelujah. Grace comes to us or we receive grace by faith. Amen. So, you will not receive grace by any physical means. It has to come by the means of the Spirit, by exercising faith. Somebody will ask, what is faith? I will get there. So, yes, yes, just follow me closely. But I'm establishing the fact that grace is assessed by faith. Grace is received by faith. The last time we studied that, grace must be received. And the next question will be, how? And the answer is, by faith. You receive grace by faith. We gain access into this grace that he has given us, that grace upon grace. We gain access into it by the method of faith. Amen. The same Paul wrote to the Ephesians, the church of Ephesus. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, he declared that, For it is by grace you have been saved. Salvation comes by grace. But how do you? How do you get saved by grace? He says, It is by grace you have been saved. True faith. True what? Faith. And it is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. So we are saved by grace through faith. Amen. Salvation comes by grace. It's a free gift, but one has to believe in Jesus Christ as the Lord and personal Savior in order to receive this salvation by grace. So we receive through faith. Amen. Remember the topic is grace and faith. The same Apostle Paul discuss this topic in Romans 4.16 and, and I read the scripture and by the grace of God and with the presence of the Holy Spirit I'll try to explain it's, 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 it's not a straightforward thing but listen closely it says that therefore Romans chapter 4 verse 16 therefore the promise comes by faith okay the word of god is full of promises in god's relationship with man is premised on promises there is a promise for salvation if man believe it then that promise becomes rare in the life of that person or that person receives that promise okay so God deals with us by promises, by what he has said. And Paul is saying that all the promises that God has given us, they are realized or they come to pass or you can achieve them or have them or receive them by faith. That is what he means by therefore the promise come by faith. But listen, listen closely. He says, so that it may be by grace. Okay, let me pause 
and explain that one to you. The promises come by faith so that it may be by faith. God deals with the humankind on the basis of grace. God deals with us on the basis of grace. There is nothing we have done that warrants that we benefit anything from God. Everything God does for us or we receive from God is purely on the basis of His grace. It's unmerited favor. It's on the basis of the fact that Jesus has died for us and paid a price for us. And that's why God is kind to us. He loves us. He has mercies. He heals us. He blesses us. It's all on the basis of grace. Okay? And every act of grace must be received by faith. Every promise of grace must be received by faith. Paul said we gain access to his this grace by faith. We are saved by grace through faith. So every dealing of God which which, which automatically is based on is, is, is out of his grace must be received by faith. Okay, without explanation, let's go back and read. Say, therefore, the promise comes by faith so that it may be by grace. <laughs> and I'm saying every dealing of God with us, with humankind, is a dealing of grace. Every act of God towards us is an act of grace. And if it is of grace, then it must be received by faith. If it is of grace, then it can automatically be yours or be assessed by faith. I hope you get that. Okay. So that's what Paul is saying, that the promise comes by faith so that it might be of grace. Because the promise is of grace, you can only realize it or receive it by faith. And you see that when it happens that way, then it may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring. Let me break it down. (laughs) If the promise is of grace, and you respond to it by faith, then you will receive it. And our receiving it is guaranteed. So in the natural world, he's saying that any dealing of God with us, which flows out of his grace, if we approach it by faith, we will certainly receive it because it is guaranteed to us. Amen. Any act of Grace must be received by faith. If you exercise faith towards God's grace, you will, you are guaranteed with, with 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 a solution or with a flow or with an answer. God's grace will naturally flow to you when you approach it with faith. It will become yours. It will be guaranteed to you. That is what Paul is saying. Therefore, the promise comes by faith so that it must be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring and both Gentiles who are believing in Christ, according to Galatians, we are Abraham's offspring and the Jews are also Abraham's offspring. Abraham has two types of children, those who naturally come from him, the Jews. And those of us non-Jews who have believed in Christ Jesus, we have been connected to Abraham's offspring. And that we share 
in his blessings. Amen. So, let me go back again. I just want you to get this point. That's what the whole message is about. Therefore, the promise of God comes by faith. You will receive the promise of God by faith. Why? Because it comes by grace. And if it comes by grace and you receive it by faith, it will be guaranteed to you. Guaranteed to all Abraham offspring. It says not only to those who are of the law, that is the Jews, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. <laughs> those who have believed God just as Abraham believed God. Because he is the father of us all. Romans chapter 4 verse 16. So this principle is very important. Anytime you hear of grace and you want to assess grace, think about faith. It takes faith to assess grace. And once you assess grace by faith, the Bible says it is guaranteed. The answer is guaranteed. Typical example, there is the grace of healing. God has a promise of healing. This promise is a promise of grace. You can accept this promise by faith, by believing that what he has said in his word is true, that by the stripes of Jesus I am healed, that Jesus took my infirmity upon himself on the cross. If you accept this grace by faith, the Bible says healing is guaranteed to you because you are Abraham offspring by faith. Amen. God blessed Abraham and said, through you and your offspring, all the nations will be blessed. He said, I will bless you and become a blessing. So anybody connected to Abraham, have access to Abraham's blessing. Okay? And you take it by faith because it is by grace. And if you approach it through faith, then there is a guarantee to you. Amen. So, therefore, what is faith? That you say I should I should assess grace by faith. What is faith? The Bible says simply Hebrews eleven one. In the New King James Version says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. You are acting by faith when you substantiate the things that you do not see. When you receive the things that are unseen as if they are seen. Faith is the substance. Substance is something you can hold, touch, feel, and see physically. It says, but hope is something you cannot see. It says, when you substantiate your hope, when you turn the things you cannot see as if you see it, then you are exercising faith. So you ask for a certain grace, and you believe that you have it. You can relate with it. You can thank God for it. You can rejoice in it because you are you, you you see as if it is right there. You can touch it, feel it. You are exercising faith. Okay, and the other part is that it is the evidence of things not seen. <laughs> so you do not see the thing, but you can tell people, hey, I'm healed. What is your evidence? The evidence is your faith. Faith becomes your evidence. What is your evidence? Your evidence is what is written. It is written that by his stripes I am healed. That is my evidence. 
So even that, even though you are still feeling weak, you can still declare that you are healed. Why? Because you are declaring it on the basis of faith. So you come to God and you ask for grace. And you ask and receive by faith. What are you doing? You are saying that the grace has been delivered. And you have it. And you are working in it. And that grace is working in your life. You are exercising faith. You have made that which you do not see substance. And that which you do not see, you made it an evidence. As if you have it. And evidence is something you can show to the whole world. Hmm? When you go to court and say, this man stole my pen, you should be able to produce that pen which he stole. That is evidence. So what is the evidence that you have received grace? The evidence is the fact that it is written that grace has been given unto you in place of grace. And you hold it as if you have it. You have it as a substance. And you hold on to it no matter what happens, no matter which wind blows, I have it. This grace has been given unto me. The grace to pass this exams. The grace to go through this surgery successfully. This grace has been given to me. And I will come out successfully. The grace to marry this year. Why should I under? So you act by faith. You start even buying some things. Because you have received. Paul said we have gained access to this grace by faith. So, you need to exercise faith. For Paul, the same Paul said that all these acts of grace are received by faith. And if you receive it by faith, it is guaranteed. So, this morning, apply faith to the grace that you desire. And when you do that, it will be guaranteed to you. Romans 10, 17 says that, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. So we are, we, are, we, are, we are building on faith. You know that faith is making substance the things you hope for, treating the things you hope for as if you have them. Okay? It's having an evidence of the things that you do not see. You don't see grace, but you say, I have it. Where is your evidence? The evidence is what is written in the Bible. <laughs> God is able to make all grace abound to me. All grace, all types of grace. So in this area of my weakness, in this area that I feel short, I receive grace. And the evidence is what is written. You have it. And he's telling us more. He says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So if you want to, if you want to consolidate on your faith or gain more faith, all you need to do is to listen to the Word of God, study the Word of God, meditate on the Word of God, and it will build faith in you. Amen. For tomorrow you understand that grace increases by the knowledge of God, the knowledge we have. For the more you know of God, the more grace you can have. And you assess it by faith. And this faith comes when you have more of God's Word deposited in your spirit. And that helps you to assess more grace. Amen. So faith comes by hearing and hearing. So you hear the word that says that Jesus has become poor. So that you become rich. You hear that word. How do you exercise faith 
on this word so that grace will be released unto you. Listen to Romans chapter 10 from 8 to, to 10. This is a message you need to listen about about 20 times, okay? If you want to get it and get it into your spirit. Listen and listen and listen and listen. Amen. Listen to Romans chapter 10, verse 8 to 10. It says, But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. The word of God comes into two places. It comes in your heart. But that word that is in your heart must be in your mouth. And we are talking about that word that the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that when you hear and hear and hear it, eh, faith comes to you. Okay? So the word comes into your heart. Is The word first gets into your mind. Through meditation, it gets into your heart. It gets into your spirit. But you need to bring this word that is in your heart, in your spirit, into your mouth. You need to say it. You need to declare it. The more you declare it, it goes back into your mind. And it gets into your heart. Then faith is building up. <laughs> when you declare, I am healed by his strike, I am healed. This word comes from your mouth. Maybe it came from out of your heart because it's a deposit. You have received it, okay? Then you put it in your mouth. By his stripes, I am healed. When, the moment you declare it, it goes back into your mind. From your mind into your heart. Then you declare it. It comes from your mouth. It goes into your head, into your heart. You are building faith in your spirit. He said, the word is near you, in your mouth and your heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes, faith is of the heart. With the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. <laughs> this is a whole topic. We will take it another time and break it down. But listen, when we talk about faith, faith comes by hearing. So you hear the word of God, you get the word of God. You cannot talk about faith without God's word. Faith is based on what God has said. Amen. Okay, so you hear God's word concerning healing. You meditate. It gets through your mind, into your heart. What we call faith, or the exercise of faith, is that you believe in your heart, but your mouth must also declare it. Because the more your mouth declares it, it gets back into your spirit, through your, through your head. Okay, through your mind. It gets back into your heart. And then faith is building up. Faith is building up. And the more faith is built up and the more faith you have, the more grace you can assess. Because Paul said that we have assessed this grace by faith. We have received this grace of salvation by faith. The acts of God, the promises of God are acts of grace. And we can only receive them by faith. And when we receive them by faith, they are guaranteed to us. So you exercise faith by reading the word, meditating on the word, believing with your hearts, and also declaring with your mouth. For it is said that with the heart we believe, but that is not enough. 
with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. With the heart you believe, with your mouth you declare for it to happen. Hallelujah. So faith involves the working of your heart and the working of your mouth. Don't use your mouth only for eating and talking. Use your mouth for declaring what God has said, the word of faith, and let faith be actualized in your life. So grace and faith, we need faith to access the grace of God. And grace comes by hearing and meditating the word. So that you get into your heart and that with your mouth you confess what you believe. And the more you do that, grace is, faith is built up and you can assess more grace. Begin to thank God for this long message that has come unto you. And bless his name and keep meditating on it so that the Lord will establish you in faith so that you can assess more grace. Let me pray for you, child of God. If you are sick, I pray that it is established that by his stripes you are healed. And this is God's promise. Receive this promise by faith and let the grace of healing be released unto you. From the crown of your head to the source of your feet, I send a word of healing to our brother Daniel Amwaku. May the Lord touch you and heal you. Touch your kidney, touch every organ that has been shut down in your spirit and be open up for the healing power of God. If you are sick anywhere, I touch you with the healing power of God and I say, be healed and made every weight whole. In Jesus' name, Amen. Believe that he has touched you and it is well with you. Do what you could not do in Jesus' name. Beloved, if you have not received Christ Jesus, please pray, pray this prayer after me. Say, Father, I come to you. I'm a sinner and I repent of my sins. I receive Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Dear Jesus, come into my heart and make me your own. If you have prayed this prayer, the Lord has written your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Please find a Bible-believing church. Let them baptize you in water. And also receive the host of baptism and submit yourself to discipleship so that you grow in Christ. Beloved in the Lord, on Saturday, there will be on Zion Saturday morning prayer service, 6 a.m. PRWC Atomic. Let's take note of that. Shall we receive the benediction? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. In in Jesus' name, Amen. You are blessed. The grace of God abounds. Assess it by faith today and let grace be released into your life. See you tomorrow. God bless you. Amen.